Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation. Heather is going to talk to us about shifting beliefs and all of her magic around self-mastery. Welcome, Heather, to Rebel Radio. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Cindy. I'm excited. So tell us just a little bit about yourself and a little bit of your journey towards self-mastery. Okay. Uh, my journey. The short version. Um, so <laughs> most of what I think about when I think about when my the big part of my journey began was when I opened my first business and I was 23 or 24. Um, I'd always been kind of overachiever mentality, but never saw myself that way. Right. I, so now I call it super striving, just super strivers. Um, but I opened my business and, and I started it with like no money, but I looked at my competition as like the big businesses. So it was a day spa and I, my competitors were the million dollar day spas, even though I was this tiny one. So I went from just me to 27 employees in a short period of time in a huge building. And um, so that's the beginning of my decline <laughs> say. because it got too big. It was no longer me. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't realize I kept seeing who we couldn't accommodate. We had to get bigger to accommodate. And so I just, uh, I cried every night at dinner. Right. But I loved, I loved the concept of what I did. So I kept going. And, um, sadly, uh, about, I think seven years ago now, my brother committed suicide and it hit me because I was like, man, he was so sad and didn't know where to turn. And like, we were here for him, but he didn't even have faith that that was enough. And then it hit me that I had been miserable, like miserable more than a human should be. And um, I ended up going away. Like I went to Costa Rica for a yoga training and I was like, I need to figure out what's the deal. So I had already liked energy work. I already understood the concept. I dabbled in it all, mm -hmm. but it hit home when I was like, okay, like we, we make certain choices based on the experiences that whether you believe we have control over it and it's a life contract or you don't, we do have choices of how we respond to our circumstances. Absolutely. And so I started to realize I wanted to respond differently because I didn't want to keep going the way that I was going. And then my husband wanted a divorce. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what there's just, no, I'm done. I'm totally done. <laughs> and I, and I say it drastically now because I can make light of it, but like, I couldn't also kill myself because my brother already did. I couldn't do that to my family. So like I was kind of pissed because now I had to figure shit out, right? And so, <laughs> Damn it, I have to figure yeah. this life out. <laughs> I remember being like, fuck you, Jeff. Why did you get to do it? Like, oh. and now I'm stuck here. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I had to figure it out and I didn't want to live miserable. I knew that was the choice I could have made, but I didn't want to. And so I started to tap back into the resources I used to dabble in. So it was like the secret crystals, Reiki, things like that. Um, and as I started to get back into it for myself, I started to realize like, wow, people don't know where to get this stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some people do, right. But the general public feels like if they can't talk to their family and if their doctor or therapist can't help them, that that's the end of the road. 
Right. And I realized that there's so many different dimensions of how we can help someone. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of life experience. So it, it didn't just start with my business. I was sexually abused as a child for my whole childhood. Uh, I had parents that divorced young. So there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I also found I could relate to people very easily. Um, and being an empath and highly sensitive, it helped. Um, so that's a, a the shortest version that I can give <laughs> kind of what started it all. But I, I am so insanely passionate about it because I lost someone I loved and I lost myself. Mm-hmm. And when I rediscovered it, it was like, shit, you know what? Yeah, we do have challenges, but they don't have to be so painful. Nice. And in all of the search, I found that beliefs had the biggest impact for me. Learning how to clear beliefs, identify them and clear them is what I mean, like in like seconds, my life would transform. So that's become my my thing, my passion. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And for our listeners who may be going through challenging times or have suffered from abuse as a kid, I mean, mm-hmm. we always get to choose, even if it feels like you're in this black hole, we always get the ability to choose to choose it or to live a different experience. I love that you bring that up. Yeah, the first choice is just choosing that you don't have to stay as stuck. If I can, I'm just working with a client right now who's really struggling with grief. The grief then stopped her from taking care of herself. Now she's also struggling with her own health. And everyone around her is like, we just want you to be happy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 put on the brakes. There's no way you can't get there yet. So stop even thinking that that's an option. I just want you to not feel like shit for a minute, right? That right. I just start there. And in a week's time, the next, I have chills. This is such a sweet thing. Me too. The next session that we had, she said, you know, this is probably going to sound stupid, but I feel like I should share. She goes, I went to get dressed today and I realized I don't like that red shirt and I don't feel good when I wear it. I feel good when I wear the green shirt. So she threw her red shirt away and I'm crying, right? Yes. To a lot of people, they wouldn't get it. But to those of us that have had trauma, for those of us that maybe have PTSD and anxiety, we get it. Like that's that's the baby step that gets us to our affirmations and our manifestation and it's starting where you are realistic. Oh my God. Yes. I love that you're bringing this up because I see so many, even in the entrepreneurial space who are like, I want to be the big entrepreneur and have that $10,000 launch or $60,000 launch. I'm like, Whoa, hold on. Let's start at step one. Right. And we see these perceived overnight successes. There is no such thing as an overnight success. Somebody who blows up online has been doing the work behind the scenes for five to 10 years, not like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's baby and, steps. Yeah. And who knows what they had to overcome, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. So who are you the most motivated to serve in your business? Uh, for for those that have been trying, right? Those that have been like, I'm doing all the things, right? And they just are like so frustrated and still super striving. That's the person because they haven't compl- and I want to work with the people that have totally given up too, but I see the big, I mean like overnight transformations. And even though I'm saying baby steps, there's still an overnight transformation from that. So those that are so like, I have done everything, what else is there? But they still want to keep going. That's my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. They're usually pretty down to earth um, because like the 
cats walking around sometimes on my computer. So I'm a fairly casual person. Um, they're open-minded too, because we work with so many different modalities. They have to be open to some woo stuff and some science stuff. Um, but yeah, so it can be an individual and also the entrepreneur because our business struggles come from our personal struggles too. Absolutely. Then we're not yeah. separate from that mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. yeah totally Especially as entrepreneurs, that. when you're working at home, usually by yourself and you're behind a screen and you if there's emotions coming up, you're going to have to kind of tie together. Well, <laughs> that yeah, sales yeah. page isn't going to build itself when you're crying, right? So, right. right. Yeah. yeah. And most of my clients too, it's, you know, there's been some type of emotional abuse or some kind of abuse. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, I think why that becomes such a great dynamic for me is that uh, there's a different, uh, not that nobody else does this in the world, but I find that with my clients, there's a level of validation that they've never had before that doesn't give them a moment of going into victimhood. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a line, right? It's one thing to validate someone and acknowledge that their feelings are appropriate and another to be like, and come on, let's keep going. Like, yeah. let's pull the line down. Um, so yeah. Yeah, give yourself a moment to feel the emotion and then mm -hmm. pick yourself back up off the floor. Right, yeah. Absolutely, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> self-mastery is this very vague, subjective term. It's like the definition of success. Mm -hmm. So what does self-mastery mean to you? Oh, yeah, it is such a big question and probably depends on the day that you ask me what I might answer. Um, <laughs> right. Today, today self-mastery is... Uh, Sometimes self-mastery is choosing the green shirt over the red shirt. Right, yeah, like just connecting. And that's what I feel the answer is today is just that really deep connection with yourself. You can master anything when you master yourself. And it's not about your disciplines and your strategies. It's you. Who are you? What do you live for? And not what you think you live for. What are you actually living for? And so many people haven't even been taught how to get that deep. But mm -hmm. energetic alignment equals self-mastery, right? This alignment with our purpose, um, what lights us up, what doesn't light us up, you know, what we want to run away from. That super in-depth knowledge of yourself and mm -hmm connectivity with other people is self-mastery, I think, in the short version of the answer. I love that. Yeah, there's like always the short answer and the long answer, right? I feel like I could just talk about self-mastery for years and yeah. never tire of what it actually means, right? Yeah, because then I can go into what I think it means for me. So, mm -hmm. and I'll share that example. Self-mastery yeah. for me is constantly refining what holds me back, right? And every level, there's a new thing that I have to refine. So my newest is cleaning off my plate, right? Like I don't have to sign up for every webinar, even though they all sound amazing. Um, <laughs> right. like, that's a big step. That's a big step for a super striver to right. be like, you know what? I'm going to take the fear of missing out. I'm going to pack it up and throw it away for a little bit. Mm. Um, that's a, a level for me. My newest level of self-mastery is being like, I am enough and I can pick one thing and I trust that I'm picking the most appropriate thing for right now. Oh, I love that. And no shiny object syndrome. Oh my God. I am the human squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> oh my goodness. Too real. So how has this level of self-mastery supported you as an entrepreneur? Other than not signing up for every single one. <laughs> relatability too, right? Like every time I am, am mastering and, and learning, it's, it's learning how to take the person the step behind me to their next step. Right. Um, so it's in my own self mastery, it's given me the ability to support more people. 
Mm -hmm. So I have more to offer, you know, more value to the world. So I love that. And self-mastery helps us serve more people, which Mm -hmm. means please more Mm self-mastery because then we can help change the world. Oh, it makes me want to cry. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the difference between, because as a super striver, I really like that term, by the way, Mm -hmm. I might just steal that one. Yeah. But as a super striver, myself, a recovering super striver, um, what's the difference between self-mastery and self-dominance? Oh, self-mastery takes uh, discernment, right? Mm. It takes uh, wisdom. It takes connection where self-domination is uh, the strongest force takes over. And so that doesn't mean it's the smartest force or the most, you know, uh, the, the, I don't even know how to say the most efficient force. It's just the dominant one. So that can lead to impulsiveness, um, instant gratification, um, the wrong intention, right? The wrong motivation, not staying aligned. It's dominating. It's not necessarily aligned and just embodied. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I always think of, uh, for me, it was the going to the gym analogy. And I would, in the past, I've tried to force myself to go to the gym because that's what I was supposed to do. And it never worked out because I'm not very good at dominating myself. (laughs) But with that level of self-mastery, it was my intention is to feel more vital in my body. And so when I woke up in the morning, I would ask my body, how am I feeling today? Do you want to go to the gym? And nine times out of 10, the answer is yes. And so I'm willing to just get up and go. Whereas before it was like, come on, body, let's go to the gym. Right. And it's just a completely different energy. It is. And finding what what inspires you the most. So like my self-mastery when it comes to exercise is I've I've tried all the things. I even tried my big why because I want to feel better. I feel so good about myself when my body's in shape. That didn't even work for me. Mm-hmm. And so I had self-mastery exploring what works. Yeah. And so I'll share my, if I can, my yeah. little tip of what worked for me. I started printing out like yoga calendars and do this workout on this day. And I'd walk past it and every day feel like shit about myself because I wasn't doing it. So one day, and this was only about three months ago, I was like, you know what? Look at these calendars. I'm throwing them out. Yeah. I printed out a blank calendar and I said, I'm going to fill in what I do each day. Nice. Because I'm a super striver, I'm constantly competing with myself, but now I'm using it to my advantage. And I love this analogy because it's like, I always do this too. I have a, a, I call it a discipline tracker where when I'm trying to create a new habit and I love giving myself a little gold star at the end of every day because it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you did the thing. Good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're out. Do you want to outdo yourself the days before, right? You're like, oh, I did this and it became easy. So my first month I had all the blank days that I didn't do it. And then I was like, oh, I hate those blank days. And now it's like, I think one of my worst, my worst ones this week was that I only did a 10 minute leg exercise and I'm like, still kind of like, Heather, come on 10, (laughs) like 10 minutes, come on. So the next day I did three, 10 minutes and a three mile walk. And like, that's, that's not a lot for a lot of people. It's a lot for me, Mm -hmm. Um, but now I'm loving it. And so I'm ticket now this month, the next level is adding to that calendar calendar are my self care, spirituality things. So I do emotion code. So do I do my own sessions often? Not near as often as I should. So now they go on my calendar. And you know, I want to do more because they're going on my calendar. 
So yeah, wrapping it back, like self-mastery is just not stopping until you find the thing that does motivate you to move in the right direction. Yeah, that works for you because everybody's different, right? Yeah. Some people love the calendars and love the schedules and some people don't. So I love okay. that. Thank you. Yeah, we're always taught about like, you know, when you cross something off your list, you, your list, you get a shot of dopamine, but it wasn't enough for me. <laughs> for some people, they're like, me. <laughs> yeah. So what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? I'm a Libra. You're asking me to pick one thing. <laughs> you well, can have more than one. Yeah. It's yeah. Rebel Radio. Break the freaking rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one truth. I mean, we all have so much to give. Mm. And the truth is that no matter what your voice, your inner critic, your doubt, your beliefs are telling you, like, please don't do it. Whatever the negative is, please be there for people because they need you, right? Like, totally understand the whole, um, oh, imposter syndrome, right? Like, why am I going to share the same stuff that like the big guys share? Well, because someone might be intimidated by the big guy. Mm -hmm. Someone might just for some reason, like my cat usually sleeps up on that thing that might bring them comfort. So the one time that somebody might not listen to themselves and let the doubt kick in could be the time that someone needed them. Ugh. So, um, you know, and again, that's my big, like, I think of my brother. What if there was someone that just in the moment got past their shit and was there and it changed our world and he was still here. So, everybody creates impact. Everybody. Yeah, that's the truth. And every moment you have an opportunity, even if afterwards you think it was nothing, it isn't. Energetically, you created a new vibration, a new frequency that's now a ripple effect for the world. So, yeah. Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Goosebumps. So what is one thing that you've just, here we are to one thing again. What's <laughs> one thing that you've discovered about yourself on your journey that has helped you to grow? Mm. Yeah. Uh, that I'm always going to fail at something, right? And saying it that way, right? I'm always going to fail. I, I learned that I'm always going to fuck up. And and I will always figure out how to move past it. And I will always learn from it. And that it's okay. It's scary. Everything new is scary. Mm -hmm. And and I learned that I can get past it. And I don't have to say, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not going to do it because my anxiety kicked in again. Um, recently, I experienced that. My business is getting to an... an a new level, not a huge jump, but a pretty, pretty significant one. There are new expectations I have of myself. And without realizing and connecting the dots, I started getting triggered. And I was like, I got through this type of anxiety. What is wrong with me? Right? That's what I asked. Am I going backwards? And it was like, oh, no, your body is responding the way it's accustomed to. Hey, this is new. It's scary. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think just learning I'm just a human. I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to have epic successes as well. Yes. Um, I get to choose which one it is and just keep trying because of that one person I might impact. Yeah. It really, like I, I say this all the time that I feel like my brother sacrificed himself for the greater good because I could potentially be the person that helps someone else not lose their family or not, you know, their loved ones not lose them. Or I can be the person that helps someone take their business to a new level that helps tens of thousands of people. Right. So it's amazing. So beautiful. so beautiful. Permission to be human and fuck up. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> it's 
very liberating, right? right? It's liberating. It is very, because then you're like, okay, let's just try it. Let's just dive mm -hmm. off the deep end and see what happens. Right. Like, don't parents put their kids' awful drawings on the refrigerator and think they're adorable? Right. Why don't we see our attempts at business and life the same way, right? The ladybug yeah. that looks like a mushed blob of potatoes. It's the cutest ladybug that the three-year-old ever drew. That's what we need to see our growth as. Yeah. Well, it's like when we're learning how to walk. We fall down a million times before we ever figure it out. Sometimes I still fall down. <laughs> right. And no one says, oh, we should just have her stop walking. She just no. figures out, right? No. Just yeah. continue walking. Yeah. So if you could share anything with our audience about current events, current what events. would it be? Oh, <sighs> uh, the current events don't impact me too much. Good. <laughs> um, I See, mean, that's self-mastery right there. Right. I mean, I'm like pretty introverted. I like being home and I like, I like to reflect on things and to figure out what's important in life. Um, so, okay. So what I would say about this, what we can learn is don't stop what you've taken from this, right? For all the people that are trying to realize what's important with their life and they're trying to decide how to spend more time with their family now that they've experienced it, don't let that go. Right. So take the lesson from this and keep it in your heart. All the good stuff that comes from it. Keep it. Don't just let it fade once life gets back to normal. So I would say that that's what I would I would love for people to keep from it. I love that. If it ever goes back to normal. Right. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing that. But <laughs> yeah. But then to take the lessons from before, like for the parents that are like, oh, my God, the kids are not, you know, they're driving me crazy right. to remember all the nights that you may have cried yourself to sleep because you worked, you were away in the office too much that you missed your kids. They're like, okay, remember that? Remember you wished for this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Heather, I feel like I could talk to you all day on this topic. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today. I'm going to end it as I always do with one last question. Mm -hmm. What do you dream of for the world? I could cry from that question. I feel like I can't even articulate it. It's a feeling. I am going to cry. <laughs> um, just to feel at home in your body. Whatever that means, right? Whatever home is, that feeling of you're enough. Everything around you is enough. And you have so much love inside that it just can't help but spill out to everybody around you. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thank you yeah. for sharing your soul with us today. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.